It's a Farm Friday. Let's talk Philadelphia Phillies. You are Locked On MLB Prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer and podcaster, and thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before because Bet Online is where the game starts. This, I didn't realize how much I loved this farm system until I really got digging into this for a Farm Friday and just realized how many dudes with tools are in this system. Not a ton of lefty pitchers, but a lot of righty pitchers with tools, tons of outfielders here. Let's get into it. Starting off with single A, the Clearwater Threshers. Uh, 2022 first rounder Justin Crawford is here. Uh, 17th overall pick, the son of Carl Crawford, 6'3", 175 out of high school. And combined stats between rookie ball and low A. He got about 16 games, so small sample size. 241, 333, 276. Not worried about all of that. The thing to know about Justin Crawford is right now you're still going off of the draft profile, right? And the draft profile is a guy that's an impact center field defender. He is very good. Uh, one, the speed is phenomenal. He's going to be, he's already one of the fastest players in this entire system. Um, and then he's got, he's got the reads, routes, and reactions um, to be a very, like to be a plus defender in center field as he matures. Uh, right now, I've got him as a gap power guy. I think the the power is going to end up settling just below average. Uh, you know, so probably a 45 grade or so. Not that we do half grades a lot, but uh, something it's it's going to be the last part of his game to develop. And his ultimate ceiling is going to depend on how much of that power comes in as he physically develops. I mean, he's just 18 years old. So as he physically develops, how much of that power comes in decides on the ceiling. I think in the lower end of the projection, he looks to be... Uh, you know, an all-star quality, def- a gold glove quality defender that provides, you know, good contact ability. Uh, I think about a better hitting Kevin Kiermaier is a good comparison. Now, we don't do comps, but a comparison to what his game might be. Whereas on the higher end, you're obviously looking at if he brings in that power, uh, you know, a, a, a guy who's going to compete for all-star games. But excited about Justin Crawford. Another guy in single-A Clearwater, 6'4", 215, 2021 third-rounder, outfielder Jordan Viars. I've got him listed as an outfielder. I think he may end up at first base. Something where uh, he's he, he's a power hitter. He's got the athleticism to play in the corner outfield. I just don't know if he's going to end up sticking as he's, you know, as he gets a little bit older and bigger, may slow down a bit. And I think that's when you may have to move him into the infield. He's got plus raw power now. Uh, pretty good strike zone discipline and patience for an 18-year-old. Um, you know, he I think his max exit below was like 112. So he's got the he's got the power. And this year combined between levels, he hit 236, 324, 315 with two home runs. Again, another guy, very young. He was the third rounder last year. 
So he, I mean, he did 44 games in rookie ball. That was the extent, you know, eight games in low A. But uh, interesting to watch as he gets older. And then we talk about it with every system. You got to have that superpower guy, right? Uh, outfielder Gabriel Rincones is that, is that power guy. 2022nd, third rounder out of Florida Atlantic. 6'4", 225. Um, massive, massive raw power. Defensively, he's a little bit limited. Um, he's below average runner, so he's probably going to have... He played right field in college, probably going to have to move to first base. Uh, lots of swing and miss against secondary stuff. So he's one of those superpower guys where your power tool is only as good as your hit tool. So let's see where he develops. A little bit lower in the system, but somebody who I want to see get a chance, get a full season of play next year. Uh, doesn't have a ton of statistics from this year. Kind of don't even want to go into it because it's, you know, I mean, he had 17% strikeout rate in college. I'll, I'll put it that way. So um, guy that did well against fastballs, but struggled against some secondaries. So um, breaking balls, off speed, things like that are things he's going to have to work on, but Duke can hit a fastball. So um, since he's below average defensively, the bat's going to have to carry him. We'll see what happens over instructs and into the fall. Uh, I imagine at, in spring, he'll start back over at single A. Uh, last guy here in single A with the Clearwater Threshers is Alex McFarlane. So 2020. To fourth rounder, uh, really kind of a guy that uh, was taken by the Cardinals out of high school and went to college anyway. So tons of tools here. Fastball is sits 96, has touched 99. Um, wipeout slider, swing and miss changeup. So both of these are in the 80s, plus grades on these. So he's got, you know, three above average to plus pitches. Um, the issue you have here is the command's a little iffy. Uh, he walked 10% of batters. I think he walked 20 guys in 45 innings on the season in college. And so the question is going to be explosive stuff. Can he harness and get the control where it needs to be to be effective? Um, a lot of these guys just haven't played. There's not, not a lot I can give you about them. A guy that has played thinks rather interesting. 2021 IFA. How Yu Lee out of Taiwan. He's 5'10, 190, playing second base uh, in, in high A Jersey Shore, the Jersey Shore Blue Claws. It's another uh, aquatic themed team here. And uh, defender, I mean, he's an average defender. He's fine, but uh, has a good bat. I think he's above average with the bat. And I look at him to be a 15 home run guy. And the thing about How Yu Lee is. So on the season, 284, 386, 438, hit a total of nine home runs. So not a ton, uh, but got a good 79 games in. Uh, we saw he was 14 to 21 on stolen bases. So it's something where when you're a, a second baseman, I mean, his defense is fine, but you're going to have to be carried by your offensive tool. There's not a ton of, um, not a ton of demand for a super great defender at second base you can't hit. That's a shortstop thing. So, uh, hits the ball well for being 5'10", 190. Uh, good athlete. 
definitely going to be the bat that leads the way. I expect him to go back to high A. He only got about 10 games in high A. I expect him to go back to high A to start the year next year with, if everything works out well, moving to double A mid part of the year and you're looking at a possible 24 call up. Another guy, real quick, not a lot we can talk, say about him because he didn't really pitch a lot this year, uh, is Christian McGowan, 2021 seventh rounder at a junior college, 6'3", 205, right-handed pitcher. He had Tommy John. He's out for the year. The pro, I mean, he only pitched in two games. Now, the profile, very nice four-pitch arsenal. I like what he has. He has a two-seamer, hard sink. He has a four-seamer, sits 96-97. Plays really well together. He's got a, a changeup that messes really well with lefties. Disguises that well off of everything else. Has a hard slider, somewhere between above average and plus. Not quite sure where it's going to where it's going to land. But had Tommy John surgery out for the year. You're looking for him to some point in time in the middle of next year to come back and debut, and and kind of see what he can do. Um, when he's finally healthy, with a goal of a full season from him in 2024. In just a minute, the AA reading fighting Phils have uh, some of the best pitchers in, in this system, including a possible ace. And that is something that we don't say a lot on this show. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and your sports info this season. You can get the latest uh, football developments, game matchups, and news. Um, obviously, they covered the opening week games really well. We're, we're, we just had a game last night. We're looking right now at uh, week two. If you have fantasy questions, things like that, uh, or pick'em questions for your pick'em, betonline.net is the best place to go to see who's favored uh, and put make a little, you know, get a little action on some of that. They're also your continued source for all your sports wagering information. Um, MLB. MMA, boxing, golf, they've got live betting, they've got esports, they've got scores and all of that. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action because bet online is where the game starts. Okay. I've been waiting to do this for a while, but we get to talk about Andrew Painter. I've got like five guys that I wanted to cover at double A, and I may not get to a couple of them because I'm so excited to talk about Andrew Painter. Andrew Painter. 6'7", 215, 2021 first rounder out of high school. He's one of those rare pitchers that I'm willing to go out on a limb. And you, we've talked about this on this show. I am very conservative when it comes to projections. I love to say a guy's going to be a number three, maybe a number two. And that's like the best compliment I'll give. Andrew Painter looks like he could be a number one. Like he can be an ace pitcher, one of the 20 best pitchers in baseball. So. For the season, nine starts in low A, eight starts in high A, four starts in double A, 100 innings pitched, 117 ERA, 150 strikeouts to 25 walks. So let's talk about the the, the tools that he has because none of his pitches are considered the best version of that pitch in the system. But fastball sits... Mid to upper 90s, he's touched like 99-100 with it. He's got a two-seam fastball to go along with it. Both of them have great spin. They look like they're plus pitches. He's got a changeup that is, uh, I'd, I'd call it probably an average pitch, 
but he's got a ton of confidence in it. He throws it to both lefties and righties. He'll throw it in any count. He can put it anywhere on the plate. And the big change was in the offseason, he went and adjusted the spin axis to it. So it spins a little differently than it used to. Uh, slider is, I'd call it solidly above average right now, mid-80s. Really good spin to it as well. And then the curveball is average right now, but when it's on, it flashes plus. Uh, okay, so you've got uh, fastball, slider, or plus pitches. You've got the changeup and the curveball are both average. The curveball flashes plus. That would give you three if it's a little more consistent. Uh, the changeup is for a fourth pitch. It is a very good fourth pitch. Um, and then control. Plus on control. Uh, the arm action and the delivery for a 6-7 guy, they're very smooth. It's very repeatable. Uh, everything disguises well off the arm speed. And then you've got that unique angle when you're coming downhill from a 6-7 uh, frame that just makes everything harder to pick up. And so Andrew Painter has just absolutely torn it up going through the minors. Like I said, started off in low A, uh, went to high A, then double A, and has looked good at every single level. He's lowered his walk rate at every level. He walked about three and a half guys per nine in low A. He walked about one 1.7 guys per nine in high A. He locked, walked less than a batter per nine innings in double A. So he's walked less guys at every level. Strikeout rate ticked down a little bit, which is to be expected. Uh, he was he just dominated low A. I mean, he struck out 16 batters per nine innings. Like, a little absurd. But uh, still easily above average to plus strikeout numbers. And so... Andrew Painter is one of those rare guys. I honestly, the way that this has unfolded, provided that he stays healthy, I see him as a guy that in 2020 starts back at double A, pitches well, and is a call-up to the big leagues by the All-Star break. I mean, and I think that if they have the runway to let him learn on the job, he may end up being a, a number one in a couple years in MLB. He is, I think he's that good. And I think he's probably the first pitcher that I've said on this show, I think he can be a number one. I think he can be an ace. It's not, it's not a thing we like to say a lot. We're very conservative on this show, but I love watching an Andrew Painter pitch. Number two prospect in the system right behind him, right-hand pitcher Mick Abel, 2020 first rounder out of high school, out of the state of Oregon. Uh, you don't see a lot of cold weather guys, I feel like, get taken in the first round. But um, 6'5", 190, uh, he, he did... High A to double A this year, mostly high A, 18 starts there, four starts in double A. And Mick Abel was um, 381 ERA in 104 innings, 125 strikeouts to 47 walks. So love his stuff, plus fastball, plus slider, plus changeup. I love those. He probably has one of the better fastballs in the system. Uh, the thing here is, oh yeah, and, um, and the curveball is, is clear fourth pitch. Uh, it has good metrics to it, right? So the spin rate's really good. The movement is really good. The profile of the pitch is good. It flashes plus. The thing here with Mick Abel that, that holds him back is he sometimes loses the control and command, right? Uh, so the walks, we've seen the walks. He walks about four and a half guys per nine innings. Uh, this year, you know, as a whole, 
he walked 47 guys in 104 innings. So just you know, just under every other inning. Um, if he can kind of nail that down, nail down the command and the control, and it kind of comes back to mechanics, he's not as consistent in his delivery as he needs to be. If he can do that, I mean, he's a possible top of the rotation guy. I'd I'd call him a number three to number two. Um, he he sequences these pitches well. He tunnels these pitches really well. Um, the slider was I mean the sliders high eighties late break on a hitter like just dives on him. Uh, fastball sits upper nineties can touch ninety nine. Uh, you know change up is high eighties. It's plus a lot of tumble to it. A lot of like. Fading life, it kind of runs at the very end there. Uh, very, very, all three can get swings and misses. Very good pitcher, just has to work on the control a bit. Um, so probably back at double A, probably in double A for as long as it takes to get that ironed out. But another young pitcher that can come up and really make an impact uh, at the big league level. I think probably sooner rather than later. He's only 20 years old, you've got plenty of time. But very impressed with this one-two punch. And Griff McGeary was promoted recently to AAA. He'll be in the next segment. But for a while, Reading had the best minor league rotation you could find. It was insane. Um, a couple other guys here don't have a ton of time because I spent so long going on about Andrew Painter. But a couple, just a couple interesting guys at this level. Number five prospect in the system, um, outfielder Johan Rojas. 2018 IFA, six, uh, six foot, 175. Super toolsy guy, right? So when you look at him, you're like, oh yeah, um, best defensive outfielder in the system, blazing fast, um, plus arm. He just struggles for some reason to get it into games. Uh, on the year this year, let me see, on the year this year, 245, 307, 355, seven home runs. For having plus raw power, it doesn't show up enough in games. Has a plus arm, uh, but... For some reason, it doesn't quite show up in games. Contactability sometimes struggles a bit. Um, the power is going to come. I think it's a it, it's a situation where it's a younger player. I mean, he's just now 21, turned 21 this year. Uh, once it comes, he's going to be a guy who's going to be able to help you at the big league level. I think he can stick in center, provided he doesn't slow down too much. But again, blazing fast. Um, stole... 61 bags and was caught like four times. I mean, super toolsy. The power hasn't shown up in games yet. That's the big thing you have to work on. Uh, the swing and miss isn't awful. Um, you know, 126 games, he he struck out like around 90 times. So not awful, walked almost 40. So it's that's fine. You just got to get the power into games. And the question is going to be, what does the strikeout numbers do for Johan Rojas when the um, when the power starts coming in? Does he start making that trade-off of selling out for power and taking more swing and miss? You don't want that. He's at a good spot right now. If he can find a way to naturally incorporate it, you're looking pretty good. Uh, behind him, outfielder Ethan Wilson, 2021 second rounder out of South Alabama. We've got him as the number 10 prospect in the system. Uh, lefty hitter. He's one of those plus power to all fields. Um, so I like what Ethan Wilson does. He just, he's got too much swing and miss, and he doesn't, he doesn't uh, walk a ton. So 235, 290, 333 between high A and double A. Most of it was in high A. So in high A, 112 games, struck out 93 times, 28 walks. Not terrible numbers. Less than once a game. You like that. But 
a lot of swing and miss and not a ton of, of consistent contact. So I uh, want to see that improve. I know the, the, the raw power is there. It's just a matter of getting it into games. A lot of the guys in this system have a ton of raw power. And the question is, can they get it into games? It reminds me a lot of the big league level where a lot of those guys have raw power and some defensive questions. And it's just a matter of, can they get it into games? You can very much see the organizational philosophy at play in this system. Um, speaking of raw power, last guy real quick from this system, right fielder Jylan Ortiz. So uh, 2015 IFA, big boy, 6'3", 264. He's been on prospect lists now for years. Uh, he got as high as number seven. He's had a lot of swing and miss issues though. Worked on a lot of things coming into 2021. Uh, he had his 40, his, his 40 man decision coming up. Reinforced some of those things this year. He's in better shape. Last year, he did much better on the swing and miss. Uh, about 100 games, he struck out about 100 times. Uh, this year, kind of back on some of his old ways. 236, 318, 417, 115 games in AA, 160 strikeouts. So, has to bring the swing and miss down. It's, it's, it's super high. And uh, obviously, when he connects 17 home runs, he can, he can send one out of the ballpark. The issue is he's got too much swing and miss. Um, it's only as good as your contact tool, right? So, uh, want to see Jalen Ortiz. Feels like he's coming up on, I mean, this is his now, this was his first full season in AA. I feel like you're probably going to give him one more chance in double A to bring those strikeout numbers down a bit. Um, and if you can, if he can do that, I can see him as having a future going forward. He may just cap out as a double A guy. I don't know. Uh, and uh, in just a minute, we've got the triple A Lehigh Valley iron pigs, a ton of top level pitching, um, including Griff McGarry. I mean, there's probably three or four different pitchers here that can impact the big league team. And we'll get to those right here on Locked on MLB Prospects. And we're back. All right, so looking at AAA, the uh, Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Uh, first guy here, I mentioned him a couple times already, Griff McGarry, 2021 fifth rounder out of the University of Virginia. Has some of the best just raw stuff in the system as far as a pitcher goes. Best changeup in the system. He's top three on, I want to say probably uh, slider and fastball both. Uh, really good stuff. Fastball sits in the mid-90s, tops out at 99. He throws from a little bit of a lower slot. Uh, it's not full sidearm, but it's it's not, you know, over the top. It's a little bit of the side. Um, slider is one of those sweepy sliders. It's above average right now. I think it can be a plus pitch. Changeup, flashes plus, also has a cutter. Uh, just just ton, you know, tons of weapons. Struggled a lot in college with walks, like walked almost nine batters per nine innings. Uh, so, you know, not great. Uh, this year has it down to about five walks per nine innings over 82 innings divided between high A, double A, and triple A. Uh, total ERA of 339, something where the tools are there. It's just, and he's, he's improved a lot. It's just, he's got to get a lot more consistent with the strikes. I mean, the control is probably, if you're putting a number on it, it's probably a 30. And that's going to be the limiting factor. If he can get, if he can improve his strike throwing, I've got him as a mid-rotation guy. It's just a question of, can you get it there? 
Uh, he changed his delivery in the offseason, just trying to be more uh, flowing directly to home instead of, you know, instead of wasted movement to the sides. Uh, throwing his change up more. It's just a matter of you've got to get the control there. And he's made strides, but it's just not quite where you need it to be yet. Um, behind him, you've got right-hand pitcher Hans Kraus, 6'5", 208. He was a second rounder in 2017 by the Rangers and then got moved uh, to the Phillies. And, and the thing here is... Uh, missed about four months with a bicep injury. And the velocity, all season, not just after the injury, but all season, the velocity hasn't really been there. Control's only been average. And so if you can bring that velocity back where he was, you know, sitting 96-97 versus 93-94, I think you can see him as a a middle of the rotation guy. I mean, he had, he was... Throwing a sinker, a plus slider, a changeup, uh, and you know, and delivery was kind of violent. So he had to fix the delivery. But when he fixed the delivery, he lost a little bit of velo, and he hasn't quite gotten it back yet. If he can get it back, I've got him as a possible number three. But while the velocity sitting ninety three, ninety four, uh, I, I think it's probably like tops at like long relief, and then getting the control to be a little more consistent. Um. Obviously, this year was essentially a wash through in four games because he was out with the biceps injury. And so needs a healthy year in instructs to come back around uh, in, 23, uh, in 23 as a 24-year-old and have a chance to earn a spot in the big league rotation by midseason or later in the year. Uh, left-hand pitcher Eric Miller, the only top 15 pitcher that's a lefty. 6'5", 240 out of Stanford is a 2019 fourth rounder. And the thing with Eric Miller, great velocity for a lefty. I mean, he throws, he, uh, he sits 98, 99. Fantastic velocity from a lefty. Makes the fastball look like a plus pitch. Um, slider, hard slider, uh, two, you know, two, two plane break on it. It, it, it kind of goes down, crosses the plate, uh, flashes plus as well. So gives you a fantastic pitch there. Changeup is, I'd say the changeup's probably above average. The issues here are twofold. One, he struggles to throw strikes. So, and like by struggles to throw strikes, he spent 22 games in AA reading and seven games in Lehigh Valley. Walked in seven innings in Lehigh Valley, walked nine hitters. Struck out 13, walked nine, pitching in relief. And so it's something where he's absolutely a weapon out of the bullpen for you. He just has to throw strikes. He wasn't that bad at double A. 22, 22 games, uh, 17 walks, 4-2-1 as far as walks per nine. Just he's got to throw more strikes. He's got to stay, he's got to stay healthy, has to throw more strikes. Uh, if he can do that, weapon out of the bullpen, has the big frame, has the velocity to be a threat. And then right-hand pitcher Francisco Morales, number eight prospect in the system. 2016 IFA, uh, has been around for a while, got a little bit of time in the big leagues as a reliever this year, but fastball slider guy. They moved him to relief uh, full-time this year. So he became a full-time reliever, top 10 prospect in the system, but he's a reliever. Um, sh- struggles with uh, control, and specifically he's also an issue with the walks. Um, 21 games in Lehigh Valley, he walked more guys than he struck out. 
uh, has a great fastball slider combo. It's just a matter of you've got to throw strikes, you've got to harness those, you've got to get the control. So a couple pitchers with things to work on. And then obviously at the big league level, Bryson Stott's been there just about all year, but they've called up Simon Muziotti, 6'1", 198. He was a 2016 IFA. He's been around for a while. Um, but plus defender in center field. And the thing with Muziotti is exceptional reads, routes, and reactions. I mean, he is on the spot with everything. Plus speed, plus instinct, plus routes. Arms only average, doesn't matter. He is, an, he is a, a plus two elite defender somewhere in there. Um, good, good contact ability. The power is the question. He, he's kind of a free swinger. He expands the strike zone, especially early, looking to do damage. I don't necessarily know if he'll ever hit more than 10 or 15 home runs, but he's going to play um, a good center field. So he has a high floor as far as a capable defender who can help you. And we've seen, I mean, you, you traded your best, your best prospect, position player prospect, a catcher for a center fielder from the Angels because you needed more defense in the outfield in this, you know, once you lost Bryce Harper to the elbow injury. So uh, absolutely see Simon Muziad as a guy who can play at the big league level defensively. The question is going to be offensively. Can he make enough contact? Can he keep his... Ground, his ground ball rate down, one of the highest in the system. Can he uh, get enough power into that profile where he's able to contribute at the big league level? Right now, seven games into his big league sample. Uh, I'm sorry, nine games into his big league sample, batting 143, very small sample size. He's not a full-time starter at the big league level. He's doing a lot of, um, of pinch hitting and things like that. But a guy that fantastic defense, you just need to contact the body to be there. This one went a little long, but Farm Fridays always do. A great week this week. Absolutely enjoyed it. Last call for questions for the mailbag. Uh, if you have questions, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show is on Twitter at Locked on Farm. Or you can email us, LockedOnMLBProspects at gmail.com. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy the minor league playoffs. You can watch those on MILB.tv. Uh, and until Monday, this has been Locked on MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.